Alrighty, welcome back to episode 13 of Theologize. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Today we have a subject that I believe is going to be beneficial to most people. Um, we've had issues with it during election time, and we have issues with it just on our day-to-day basis, and there's always questions that come up with it and how it affects our moods, our mental health state, our image of God and of ourselves, and that is the topic of social media. Uh, So today, bringing back a guest that I've had on the podcast before when we talked about culture and the church, um, Paul Velichko. Paul, how are you doing? What's up, man? Doing good. It's a beautiful Wednesday night in the Bay Area. Nice. I'm up over in great northwest in Everson, Washington, right over by Bellingham. Um, And it was raining all day, so it is what it is. We got a little bit of a break, and I got to go walk outside with my daughter. Um, But, you know, it's no California or Florida, but still beautiful. (laughs) Summers can't be beaten. Nope. Anyways, today we're going to be talking about social media. and um, What are your thoughts? Are you excited? Dude, stoked. I'm excited to get rolling on this. Do you think it's going to be a beneficial one for people? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's everybody kind of struggles um, just with the idea of just, you know, with your walk with the Lord, social media and balancing just literally life in general. So um, I definitely have a lot of um, knowledge in this area that I've learned from experience. Um, I guess so as you and, and, you know, just kind of talking about it, having a good time. Yeah. I mean, I guess like with anything, there's always... Um, a level of balance that is needed for just obviously being a healthy person, but also uh, to have that real relationship with Christ. Uh, but social media always seems to be hard to balance. It's one of the most crippling when it comes to trying to balance. Um, and so I'm excited to dive in today. Um, and I, too, have had some uh, personal experiences with overusing and then um, some experiences that we'll both share later where uh, we've just had to let go and seen that make an awesome impact on our life. Um, but before we dive into the meteor subjects uh, or topics here, I, I really wanted to bring up uh, what exactly is social media? Maybe you're listening to this podcast and you don't know how to define social media and all it is for you is Instagram. Um, well, social media is a platform uh, or any platform that obviously implements socializing with other people, um, where you can post like, uh, YouTube allows disliking, um, <laughs> commenting. Um, but all those things are social media, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Um, I might be missing some, uh, what's the new one? Parlor <laughs> for the super conservative folk out there. Um, <laughs> All of these are social media platforms where people post their ideas, uh, their identities. Some people's whole identity and how you perceive them is on social media and projecting their images. Um, And I think that segues really well into the first topic that we had kind of discussed yesterday. um, And that is, what is our true purpose as now believers in Christ? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if you Google this, you're going to get a whole bunch of, you know, generic, quite, I mean, answers on this. Like, what are we, excuse me, what are we as Christ followers called to do on this planet? And, you know, 
I found a really good um, just a, just an answer to this uh, when I was kind of researching and looking online as well as just kind of remembering books I've read and ideas that I've had in the past. One that summarizes it super well is we're called to bear the image and restore the image. Um, really simple, uh, really cool little catchphrase you want to remember. If anybody ever asks you what you're calling, you could just say bear the image and restore the image. But pretty much what that means is by bearing the image, we're called right to um, be the face of Jesus and, and almost yeah, Jesus on the planet, representing him on this planet. Um, and I was reading a book and it's almost like a, a guy was describing this pretty well. Uh, he made a pretty good uh, comparison to actually, it's kind of interesting, but Hinduism. Um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with that, but Hinduism, what they have is they go, they have these temples, you know, they have millions of gods. And in these temples, they have these little statues and they don't actually worship the actual statue. The statue is merely just a representation of the God that they do worship. And it's just to put an image in their heads of this. And the author of this book I was reading was making the comparison of that's kind of they're not worshiping us. But what that is, is like people are supposed to see us and see God. Right. We're supposed to be representing God um, and uh, and being Christ ambassadors on this plan. That's that's the part of bearing the image and restoring the image. What that means is, you know, we're supposed to go and spread the gospel. Right. We're supposed to go all to the earth and, and kind of just do that, um, having that as our part of restoring the image. So bear the image, restore the image. Pretty self-explanatory, I guess. Hmm. I, I do like that. Um and so I think that when it comes to social media, uh, there's a big twisting of that. Um, you were calling it restoring the image, uh, restoring the image of Christ. There's a big twisting of that. And people are projecting an image of themselves that could not uh, potentially be real. And for a lot of times, it's not real. And it's not essentially glorifying God. It's glorifying ego and self and um, you know, we're searching for likes and comments. And um, so I would like to jump into that a little bit um, because social media is not a necessarily a bad thing. It's like anything, how it's used um, and how it drives your thoughts, your pride and your ego. Right. Like, wouldn't you agree with that? Um, that there is yeah. this divide in, in the social media world. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it just kind of you know, hopping on it and looking at it from a, because we're, we're kind of going in from a, a Christian Christ perspective right now. We're kind of having that talk, um, you know, just looking at your heart posture behind everything, right? If you say, well, is social, what are you doing on social media? What's the purpose of what you're doing on social media? And as, you know, Christ followers, our purpose needs to be on, you know, on what we're supposed to be doing, right? We're supposed to be bearing and restoring the image and Putting that in the light of social media, are you bearing or restoring any image? Um, having that being, you know, the goal of everything. And, you know, let's just say, for example, when you're giving a post and you post a picture, you're in the gym, shirtless, you're feeling really good. And then all of a sudden under that post, it says John 316, right? <laughs> is that post actually, you know, restoring anything or is that giving self-righteousness to yourself is that just pointing two fingers at yourself and just saying hey look at me but by the way like i'm christian and almost using this you know as a dating profile versus actually having this mindset of bearing and restoring the image of christ right um but that's that's just kind of my opinion on you know you were kind of talking about that 
Yeah, it's actually interesting. Like we are talking about it from a Christian perspective, but um, I'd be curious to entertain the thought of speaking on this from a, a secular perspective. Um, because if your image is so built on um, this fake reality that is social media, which for a lot of people it is a fake thing, it's not it's not your real life, and we'll, we might touch on that later in the podcast, but it's not your real life, and yet you're projecting this image out there, and uh, you expect people to think of you this way, and when you don't, when people aren't feeding into that um, expectation you have of the image you're projecting, your ego is hit, you might take it mentally uh and ponder on it and you might start going down south um rather than going in a positive light in a positive manner so uh yeah we're gonna stick to you know obviously from a christ follower standpoint and from a bible perspective but even in a secular worldview it's it could be really harmful to people when um your ego is so getting fed by social media and as soon as something happens that doesn't flow in that um category of what you want to hear on social media there is just some detrimental uh, things that happen inside of your head um but you know with uh, splitting that I, I want to talk about what is then uh, a good use of showing your image or self on social media and and posting things um maybe you've had some experiences yourself where you're like this is truly a glorifying factor yeah um again i mean we we talked about this but it's your heart posture right it's your heart posture behind it all if you have you know like the whole purpose of you going on social media is you know for jesus to glorify him um in, in those kind of standards but i guess the whole idea i mean what we i guess we could talk about real quick is like well do you have to always be doing that, you know, or can it actually be like, Hey, like I'm actually having a good time where I'm posting something I enjoy. Does it have to always be so gospel oriented? Um, you know, it's, well, what if you like you know, surfing or snowboarding like that? And you're just posting that, is that bad? Right. Can that be leading towards any other way? Or do I always have to be posting Bible verses and actually, you know, trying to further the gospel on social media or is this actually a whole nother side of like well i actually enjoy these things i'm a person and i want to post these things and share it with my friends what are your opinions on that because uh, i know there's a lot of conservative people out there um, in their thoughts of social media and in general where they're like okay if i have this it has to be glorifying god i have to be bearing an image i have to be restoring an image but what if i post something that's not Right. They're like, well, what's the point of that? What's well, like, I don't know. I just like to show the world that I like to make wood tables, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, poor, man, man, you know, but, you really got to let your ego go, Paul. OK, you got to really let your ego go. I know. I, I know got, you're so proud of issues, those man. tables. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm kidding. It, you know, did like. Uh, I don't know if it's too early to jump into this and uh, Jesus using social media, but. Like, Jesus was a carpenter, right? Like, he made things. Would he um, want to show them off on, like, uh, Facebook? What do they call them? Buy and sell, buy and trade, you know? Like, oh, like would he use social... Yeah, marketplace. Would yeah. he use social media for things like that? Maybe. Um, and we'll talk about that later. But, you know, God did create us to enjoy things like snowboarding. Like, he created snow. Uh, he gave humans the ability to think of things like snowboards and engineer them. And uh, I think that he takes extreme joy 
um, in us enjoying his creation. And us posting that, uh, look at this beautiful picture of God's creation, and I'm so thankful for another day to be able to enjoy myself in that creation. I think that's a way of testifying to who God is, is the author, perfecter of our faith, and the author of life and creation itself. And so, no, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a great thing now if it comes down to heart posture, like we were talking about earlier, Hmm. where our pride is like, yo, comments, likes, you know, like my friends aren't able to do this. I just want to make someone jealous. I want to show them how much fun I'm having. Then, you know, we're starting to get into a darker place with it. Yeah, exactly. That's good. I mean, you kind of mentioned it. Let's, we could just hop into it right now. Um, I just kind of had an inter- you know, it's an interesting thought. It's it's a mu- movement that happened a long time ago. I mean, not a long time ago, but probably, I don't ex- know the exact date, maybe 20, 30 years or something like that. But it, it was, what would Jesus do? The, the WWJD movement, right? It was super big at one point. Everyone had these bracelets on. Everyone was talking about it. Um, the idea behind it is actually really good, right? It's, right. I mean, what I take out of it is like, well, before you're going to do something or if you have to make a decision or just literally in life in general or arguments, anything that's happening, you kind of think, well, what would Jesus do in this sense, right? Mm-hmm. And you almost think in your head as well, you think of the image of, that you know Jesus is, right? Well, if Jesus is a good guy in this, so I know that he wouldn't do that. Or you kind of just base it on some moral thing, might be wrong or right, but it's off of what you think. Usually it's good. Usually it's probably right. Um, but the question that I wanted to bring up was, would Jesus use social media? Um, definitely, mm-hmm. obviously, we're going to talk about opinions and speculations off the Bible. and Nothing is definitely going to be fact. It's conversation based. But I think it's interesting in this day and age how social media is, you know, it really is taking over news right so little people actually go and watch the news like i don't know about you but i i honestly it's probably not the best but i get most of my stuff off of instagram to be honest and i know a lot of other people yeah definitely yeah exactly like one of my my brother he gets all of his a lot of his knowledge on he's trying to do the whole stocks and day trading deal he gets a lot of his knowledge on tiktok (laughs) dude he's bought in stocks they say go on tiktok buy this stock it like skyrockets next day he like tripled his money you know, that's that's literally like news now. That's where people are feeding off of. That's where all these, you know, the younger generation, I'd say, you know, a solid group being under 30 years old. Um, that's where all of them get stuff. That's where they talk stuff. And, and of course, people, you know, the older generation and things like that, they still do use social media, but it's predominantly obviously the younger generation that are using it a lot more. But the question is, would Jesus use social media? And I got two points to talk about. We could, you know, comment on each one, see what your opinions are, yeah, whatnot. But the first one I Let's wanted to bring it. up, yeah, was uh, Jesus went to where people were. Jesus went to mm. where people were, and I wrote that down because you literally look in the Old Testament. You look at all the stories. You look at everything. Um, he went straight to where the crowds were. I mean, obviously he did bring the crowds and whatnot, but he went to people. He went to where people were congregating, like even, you know, tax collectors and, um, you know, all those people that were almost misfits or whatnot. He did go there. And then in general, like he gravitated towards that. And I really think like if Jesus sees a lot of people are on a certain area or platform or what, like, you know. I think that's a great opportunity for God to be glorified, right? And 
I don't know. I don't know what you think about that comment. Um, or this idea of Jesus went to where people were. Um, if you have any ideas or comments. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think, you know, I have, um, there's positives on both sides of the spectrum. Uh, yeah, Jesus went to where the crowds were. Um, and Jesus went to be with people. Uh, and yes, majority of people today use social media and it's a great, great, awesome way for people to be reached, whether that be, you know, we sort of talked about this in our discussion the other day, you know, Jesus, we don't think that he would be the one posting the post, but maybe his disciples who would be running his, you know, he has uh, the social media team, um, (laughs) working for him, some of the disciples there. And, uh, you know, they'd be posting things to, you know, like, Hey, we're having this meeting at, uh, this mountain, you know, make sure you bring some food. It's going to be a long uh, sermon, uh, sermon series, sermon on the mount. Uh, probably going to be eight hours. Don't forget food. I mean, yeah, um, it's it's like the same thing of just like you know, back then it was all probably ear to ear. I don't know. They they had letters and stuff back then. Yeah, word of mouth. Yeah, for word sure. of mouth. It was it was majority of that. So it's like I mean, well, that, that's, that's how the people social media you know, is right got now together, too, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's how they got together. At, you know, they would fill these places because it was word of mouth, and Jesus healing um, was all word of mouth. Um, the other thing I had a thought on is Jesus, though, did love the personal connections with people, and we talked about this yesterday, but he loved the personal connections of sitting down, having a meal, and sharing conversation with people. And social media does take that away. In fact, um, you know, social media can take people that are in the same room and it can take them out of that room while they're still physically present they're just mentally not present Uh, their thoughts aren't there the conversations aren't there and i would say that jesus would really despise that because his he's all about the connection and the relationship with people like you know when he saw um zacchaeus in the tree he said look, I'm going to go stay at your house. Like this conversation from here to this tree isn't good enough for me. I'm going to go to your house. And he probably, he stayed there a few days and he probably shared some meals and had some awesome connections with him. Uh, And I don't think Jesus would just stick to social media. And while he might use it, he would use it to find a way uh, to social, you know, to uh, personally and physically connect with people. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, and just kind of summarizing what you just said, it's like, well, social media isn't super personal. It is and it isn't, right? Because you only post things that are good. Um, and, I mean, it really isn't. Like, you just post, like, live videos and stuff like that. People are commenting, but it's not really, like, one-on-one stuff. Like, that's more FaceTime and things. Um, but it's not. Uh, exactly what you were talking about. But the second point was um, Jesus was committed to using methods that connected with people. Jesus was committed to using methods that connected with people. Um, I like this point a lot. Um, reason being is because I thought of Jesus in parables. You know, he, he talked to a lot of farmers back in the day and kind of people that were lower class. He did talk to higher class people, obviously, like, ta- um, you know, t- some tax collectors. And he talked to, like, the Pharisees and Sadducees and kind of leaders. But majority were, I mean, you could argue that they were kind of lower class people, right? They weren't super educated. So what he did use was methods to, you know, communicate with them. 
methods of of spreading his message that he wanted to send. And he did that a lot of ways. And one of the main ways he did it was through parables. Um, and I could kind of, I know it might be a stretch, but I know a lot of this younger generation, what they actually do, we were talking about before, they get a lot of their information, even us, a lot of their information from social media. And that's one of the ways where you do get that. And even honestly, um, just using TikTok, for example, those are literally like, how long is a TikTok? Like what? Six seconds, eight seconds. Super, yeah, they're short. Yeah, super quick bits of just information. Yeah, it makes your attention span grow smaller, but that's a whole nother uh, conversation for another day. Oh, we're we're no, we're jumping into that. Oh, next podcast. Sick, we'll dude. talk about that later. Dude, awesome, <laughs> I'm excited for that. But um, <laughs> yeah, they're little bits of information, right? Six to eight seconds. Um, but that's that that is a platform how you get uh, the younger generation. A lot of people using TikTok. That's how you get their information. Right. You only have six to eight seconds. That's my attention span right now. And I'm only going to listen to that. What are you going to give me? And that's a way that a lot of people are using to talk to people back in the day. And what Jesus did was totally different. Right. I mean, you read in the Bible, he had days where they would go out somewhere and the people didn't have food and they're going to leave super hungry and stuff like that versus TikTok was like, you know, a couple seconds. But still, I really think um, if we're looking at this question, would Jesus use social media? or at least his disciples post things up and put it on social media. I think they would because I think, and I would, I would make the argument that social media now is one of the best way to reach young people. And one of the best way to reach, you know, people that are using it, of course, and there's such like millions and millions of people are on it right now. And using that as a form of spreading the gospel, using that as a form of spreading the good news, I think, is for sure. It's for certain. I know people are doing it right now. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of influential people on there, but um, that would be my argument looking at it. I really think he would, he would use it in that that sense. You know, I want to ask this question. What, how do you balance that? Like, how do you balance the using it for the gospel versus and not allowing it to become uh, an ego driven thing? That's a tough question. That's almost like, how do you balance (laughs) life right that's it's not you can't put your relationship with god and religion in like a cookie cutter pie what i mean by that is just like well 25 percent of my life is for jesus the other 25 percent of my life is for this the other 50 percent of my life is for work and the other 10 percent is for this and 12 percent is for that um he's got to be your everything and when you say Mm. balance you know, I, I really think like you could totally live life, right? You could totally do hobbies. You could totally be someone who enjoys, you know, nature. You could be someone who enjoys video games. You could be someone who enjoys like, you know, hobby X, Y, and Z, whatever. But I really think you still have to be living your life for Jesus through that as, you know, even using that as an act of worship, Right. We think of worship in church of just like, well, worship is the three songs or two songs you sing before your sermon and then you have your sermon or whatever. Like that's that's great. That is worship and that's awesome. But I think, you know, as we're expanding our vocabulary and looking at our life of just like, well, worship could be a lot of things. Worship could literally Mm -hmm. be you going and could. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of a long conversation. I'm kind of going into a little rabbit hole here, but 
I mean, your life should be worship to God. Your life should be always glorifying God in, in what you do and everything should be pleasing to him. Like there should never be a time of just like, well, social media and you're posting like something completely terrible, sexual, rude, um, any hate thing or like that. That's obviously unacceptable. Right. But yes. Yeah. I mean, that's I guess that's I. That's some some of my thoughts. I don't know if you if you wanted to expand on that at all. Oh yeah, dude. I I think that's such a good answer that it's almost like a trickle down a theory when it comes to this. We're not talking about economics. We're talking about the trickle down of <laughs> being in a relationship with Christ. And what I think is you like hit the nail right on the head. It's everything should be trickling down from that relationship. And social media is no exception. Like everything that you do and say on social media should still be glorifying god right and i think that segues into this great thing um that people might need to hear is your arguments and your commenting wars and like those are not really pleasing to god and they're not even worth your time because everyone is going to have their opinion and social media comment threads are not going to change people's opinion they're just going to get people more angry oh my god each other and that's a great point okay uh, it's almost like a pet peeve of mine, to be honest. And I sometimes I fall into this category. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I get guilt trip. But what do you, okay, what do you think of this on social media? Right, we're kind of going a little rabbit hole or whatnot. No, dude, this is this is a podcast. Okay, dude. cool, it's awesome. So, what do you think of this? Someone posts something like you have like it, it's it's something Christian or whatnot like that, and it says like okay, you have to repost this if you. Uh, support this right and yeah for for example you know like back right when blm first started not a lot of people knew it was a thing right everyone was posting blm everyone was posting black lives matter they didn't really know the organization they didn't know what it supported but they're like oh okay that's a good idea yeah i'm gonna show all my Mm -hmm. followers that i support this so everyone's posting it on their instagram everyone's posting it ever snap whatever your social media platform that's all you see then people's you know um their their profile pictures were all black and stuff like that supporting this one thing but then if you don't do that it's almost like well People look at you a certain way, like, oh, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you supporting that? But then at the same time, like, yeah. the question is, like, I know, like, mass things like that do or may have an effect, but does you posting that actually do something, right? Or does you commenting on something in that arena of, you know, comment on this or or this will happen or, you know, whatever those stupid things pop up once in a while on social media, but... You know, does you following the crowds, you know, and posting something like that, does that actually do something right? No, dude. And I will even go further. Most likely, and maybe I'm being a little judgmental here, but most likely the person that posted the, if you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins, like, comment, and share. It's like, dude, yeah, exactly. they're trying to drive their own posts on to explore or whatever. And I'm like, I don't need to, first off, social media shouldn't depend picked my or it's like all those it's like those posts that are just like oh my gosh if nascar could get twenty thousand follows how much could our christ lord jesus get follow this page (laughs) you know it's like this one guy trying to get like a million followers he's like guys jesus deserves more than this follow my page you're like oh my goodness it's like i'm scrolling i almost feel guilty of not liking it (laughs) but i'm like that's not gonna do anything you know it's like i don't know yeah, that's like uh, 
you know, as you're scrolling down, I, I mean, I've had thoughts like I'm scrolling down a post like that. And I'm just like, I actually started scrolling over Christian posts faster on social media because I'm kind of annoyed at a lot of the agenda, what I believe is the agenda. Um, and I mean, obviously there's some really good reads and really good listens and really good sermon excerpts that I, I like. But when it comes to like writing things and things like that, I'll, I'll scroll past. And, you know, part of you is like thinking like if, if you deny Christ now or turn on him now, he'll turn on you in heaven. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, in reality, that's, that's not, that's not true. And social media is not going to come down to our salvation and it should by no means depict your actions and trends. It, trends are such a thing on social media. You shouldn't follow trends. Um, you know, like follow what, what the word says and like back to the original thing you said, like, is it glorifying God? Is it not glorifying God? If I don't like comment or post on Jesus died for your sins, like and share this if you believe that. No, it's not. It's not putting anything th like that God did down in my like, I'm not projecting that. Um. And so, no, I love this tangent because I think this is really what people need to hear um, because people are probably wrestling with these same exact questions. And, you know, social media is, it should be a tool and it shouldn't be, we shouldn't be the tools. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. Being used by social media. Yeah, and that's... that's and that's going to... Sorry, you were saying... Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying um, just, just a little thing just to add on to that. Um, it was on you know, Netflix, like about, a, I watched it probably like a couple weeks ago or maybe like a month ago or something like that. About a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was, uh, it was called this, was it like the social media dilemma or something like that? Or, or the, the social dilemma. Yeah. yeah social, social dilemma. dilemma. Super good. I, um, you know, it, it really, what it was about for those who haven't watched it, it's on, I think it's on Netflix. I don't know if it's on any other kind of like platform like that. Um, but it was about social media and it was about this age and it was about how social media is taking over the younger generation through the use of their time and they're selling all their information to all these things and there's no way you could get away and there's no way you could get out because these algorithms are so strong and you're literally a zombie and you can't stop using it because of these notifications that keep popping up on your screen and once you see a notification you just go back in and it literally shows like it the the algorithm knows how many you know it looks at all the things you like it looks at all the things you look at like it gets pretty intense to the point of when you're scrolling on your discovery page on instagram or anything like that it it will literally read your eyes and it'll see where you're looking at and how long you're looking at it'll it'll put it in the program of just like well David looked at this for three seconds. He looked at this for 0.1 second. Like, and then it'll, it'll literally give you ads that target that more. Um, and I've seen creepy stuff of where they, you know, I think I've tested this, but I don't know if it's a hundred percent true of you're talking, you know, I was talking with my wife about, you know, she was saying about this one dress she wanted to do like a photo shoot with or something like that. And no joke, it literally popped up on her Instagram ad, like a couple minutes later, the exact dress, the exact color, the exact brand. I'm like, we weren't using this. That wasn't searched anywhere. It was literally after we talked about it. So I'm pretty sure, you know, they're tapping into stuff. And a lot of people are getting mad and angry. And, you know, they, they had the, those whole entire things with the, what was it? Like the Supreme Court took Mike Zuckerberg over there. And they're having all these crazy mm -hmm. things. But, you know, that's just describing this. But at the end of it, 
um, it how how that movie how that sh- how that movie left off was you're you can't do anything you're a zombie you're a slave to the system, but in all reality it's so simple. Literally turn off your notifications. Literally, I mean, if you can't stop, delete the app, and then you're not a zombie anymore. You're no longer addicted to this thing. You have to keep going on. Have to keep going on because they get you with notifications. They get you with new things. They get you with messages and stuff like that. And notifications like you could literally mute your notifications, and then that entire show or that entire you know movie is just like oh. That's it. They're powerless now because <laughs> if you mute the notifications, like, I mean, slowly you have to weed off of it, I guess, because you're so addicted to going to that one part of your phone and going in and in it over and over and over and over again. But, um, yeah, it's kind of hitting to that point of just like um, for us to understand as well, like social media is used for ads. Companies are trying to make money off of you. They're trying off of your um, interests, intentions, and everything like that. And they're trying to click on the, on all these things and ads. But what you can do is literally like mute the notification if you're trying to escape mm. the rat race of social media addiction <laughs> as one of the ways. Yeah, I mean, and that actually transitions perfectly into the, the last thing I wanted to talk about um, for the show. And that's uh, social media doing a number on our thoughts. Um, so... We briefly touched on this in the beginning uh, or some at some point earlier, but it was this uh, attention span that we now seem to have seen massively decrease. Uh, you know, I personally would say that my attention span for reading and trying to garner information has drastically dropped. And I will search. Um, I work in tech and so I'll search, you know, a few articles and I'm going to look at the one that's giving me the most concise information first, not like the biggest paragraphs. I'm going to put those away. And if the first ones don't give me the information that I need, then I'll, you know, I'll want to dive into them. But my idea is that I want the quickest access to information, whether that be like you were talking about six to 10 seconds to 15 second TikToks or Instagram reels. Um, we don't want to sit here and listen to 30 minutes of something like, 30 plus minute podcast (laughs) we want the information right now um Mm. we want access to it right now um and i'm reading this book Mm. by john eldridge called taking your life back and he talks about there's a beautiful chapter on unplugging yourself Mm. Uh, and i started practicing this and i have found that i am so much more attentive to what's in front of me i actually did it this morning made some made myself a latte um sat outside it was raining Watching, yeah, I know, really, really difficult um, <laughs> lifestyle here. But uh, sitting outside, watching the trees, um, you know, the rainfall, listening to it, seeing the fog over the mountains, uh, it was so serene and beautiful. But I also did an extra thing where I put do not disturb on my phone because I know that the first notification that I receive, I'm going to stop looking at that scenery and I'm going to pick up my phone to see um what the notification is and it might be just uh (laughs) like we talked about this yesterday instagram telling me here's some people that you might consider following it's like a a friend friend recommendation (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and i would miss out on the beautiful moment where maybe god is trying to show me something Mm. because i'm so quick to run to this notification i like that let me let me just hop in right there real quick um i'm just reminds me of a quote that I just read recently. It was an idea, and I, I don't remember the exact quote, but what it really was was um, if you're, you know, 
trying to hear from the Lord in a sense, and you're trying to, you know, spend time with him. Like you said, unplug, go away from everything. Sometimes what it takes is it's like, imagine this, you're in the wild, right? And you're trying to see a wild animal. You're going to go out there. You can't see it in the first 30 seconds. Sometimes it takes an hour of literally waiting and just being still and quiet when you're going to hear a voice, when you're going to hear God speak to you. And sometimes it takes time to detach, just like you going out in the wild and finally seeing a fox. And you have to be still yeah. and you have to be quiet and, and kind of going on this back to this of the intention span thing. People might say, oh, whatever, that's not a big, big problem, whatever. It's it's more efficient, actually. It's more efficient. That's great. That's that's why I want to go into it. I would actually argue that it really is hindering uh, people's relationships with the Lord. If you are, if your attention span. And other people. Yeah, too. exactly. If your attention span is going lower and lower and lower, you might say, why? For one reason, praying, spending time with God. The Bible and spending time with God is not going to be a 10 second TikTok. It's going it, to, it will, if you want to have a, a good relationship with the Lord where God has called you to be, you might need to spend 30 minutes, dude. You might need to spend an hour. You might need to spend longer than that. And right now, if you're addicted to social media, you're addicted to quick bits of information, you look for the quickest thing all the time. And then all of a sudden, okay, now I'm going to spend time with God. You're going to be like that the same thing. You're going to literally, you know, you're, it's it's probably what a lot of people are guilty of and myself sometimes in some days. I literally will go to the Bible app. I will see the verse of the day and I will read the verse of the day and say, sick, I'm good for my Bible of the day. And that will be it. it and, and that's, I really think that's a symptom of social media right now that's a symptom of you know all these quick bits of information kind of attacking these young people and and all, everyone who's using it and, and it's just kind of sucked into it like we as a generation can't focus for long periods of time and that is hindering our walk with god and we we can't spend time with him in prayer we can't read the bible we can't do anything where like i said that that idea in the beginning of sometimes to see a wild animal you have to sit and wait and be quiet and God's going to only speak when you're quiet. And if you can't quiet your mm-hmm. mind because of it's just like constantly rushing, rushing, rushing. And like what you said, you know, you looked on your phone, you got a notification. Once you see the notification, your mind goes a million miles that way. And you're, and if you go into Instagram, all of a sudden you're bombarded with all these pieces of information, all these things. And then you look at the time, they know, like, oh, okay, I got to go do something right now. And your your yeah. you know time with the Lord is suddenly quick U turn back into reality where that quiet alone time with God is it's almost impossible to get now. And if even if we try, we can't even stay there anymore because of what we've kind of put ourselves in as a society and as a people of just social media, right? Yeah, dude, I think that's so good. And you know, I see the same thing for myself and. There's probably a lot of people who will get to this part in the podcast and agree to that. Um, we have lost the attention span for time with God. And, um, dude, that morning, this morning was so important just to sit there and be still um, because that is how he speaks. And, yeah, you might be encouraged by um, a post on social media, but you're not going to get the same thing as just sitting yeah. there in his presence and in, in the stillness. Yeah. You know? And just to touch on that and, point real quick. Sorry, just to hop yeah, in. Jump in. Um, you have to understand this as, as you know, your relationship with God, you can't feed off of 
other people's revelations. You have to understand this. Once you're on social media and Instagram, all these people are posting amazing verse. Or you hear like a, a worship song being sung. Oh, wow, that song was so amazing. God could speak to you through that worship song. But you know what that worship song actually is? That worship song is that author's revelation with the Lord. That is, you know, you could hear from that. That could be awesome. But there's nothing that could replace spending time with God and having your own revelations. And I feel like, man, that's so true. Yeah, and I feel like today, so many people are feeding off of social media as their time with the Lord. They follow all these pastors and influencers and stuff like that on social media and all these accounts um, where it's like, oh, wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Like, you know, it's a guy talking about his thing that he heard from the Lord. And you have to understand that as Christ followers and being more mature, walking with the Lord is you need your daily bread daily, right? You need your bread mm-hmm. daily and you can't feed off of somebody else's bread. They're just saying what they're encouraged about and they're doing an amazing job, you know, sharing the gospel, encouraging others. But you have to also remember, like, nothing could replace your time with God, um, you know, hearing from him, spending with him, having that relationship. And that kind of ties into this point, you know, just like people like they're substituting uh, social media, quick bites of information for their time with God because they're unable mentally to have that. That's pretty crazy, actually. Mm-hmm. Just saw that. Yeah, it is very crazy. <laughs> Man, dude, it's really good. I, I think that's really good. And really good for people to hear um and there's another thought with this that we can kind of close on um social media it could like we just talked about decreasing the attention span but as well it could also hinder uh people's anxiety levels they could spike um you know depression that could spike and that's simply because social media has no people don't post their faults you know there is no fault in images of people on social media it's all perfection and the faults that um people do post it's like a funny fail and it's just like uh they want to go out there and get likes and comments and be known as a funny person and that's their new image is a comedian yeah you know what i mean so you're always posting an image that you want people to see of you and that image isn't always reality in fact I would go as far to say is that image is not reality at all. It's a thought out post, maybe thought out for 30 seconds, maybe thought out for a week, um, thought out post of what you want to project onto the world around you. And it's not your genuine self. And so when people, you know, it works both ways. When people are not feeding into who you want them to see you as, and they're not seeing you as that image, your levels of anxiety, depression, um, self-worth all of those things they're going to dip and same when you have a lot of problems going on in your life whether that be a marital problem whether that be um you know a health problem um whether that be about your physical your physique whether you're in shape or not uh whether it be about your financial status you see someone posting out like get quick or get rich quick you know people even if you're into fishing people are like dude caught 10 bass today each one was a new pb or whatever um you know like people are putting these false realities and if you're not living up to the standard of what you see on there quickly your anxiety and depression and and self-worth and all of that is also going to take a dip um and so i think social media needs to be used as a tool not like we said earlier not as um us being the tools of this social media movement i don't know if you have any thoughts there 
Yeah, no, that's super good. Um, no, I, that's pretty much touched on a lot of stuff we already talked about and just, you know, having that idea in question kind of moving to the last question that we wanted to talk about was, um, do these tools help or hinder living the life I'm called to? Right. Cause Instagram is yeah. a tool, right? Does this actually hinder mm-hmm. or does it help my relationship with the Lord? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we brought it up a lot, but, um, depends how you use it. Um, but I would say that it needs to be put in check. And for some people that might mean taking a break. Um, and I've been doing that recently. Like I said, I did a 21 day fast where I was off social media and now I delete it Monday through Friday. Um, we'll pick it up after work on Friday or sometimes even Saturday morning just to kind of check in, check in on the podcast postings, um, catch up with personal or DMS on there and, and things like that. Um, but then I'll go ahead and try to delete it again by Sunday evening. And so I can be back into focus mode on Monday and uh, whether that be work focus or side project focus or, um, you know, focus on God or focus on working out or any of those things, I find that I'm way more productive um, and centered on relationships with people. Yeah, dude, that's super good. And, um, you know, just encouraging everyone out there, like, it's okay to take a break, right? I know there's a lot of FOMO out there going on. Um, if you're, and that's kind of like what, Instagram and all these social media platforms they give off. Um, if you're not on it for a day, you're missing out. And they kind of let you miss out by send you, you know, they'll, they'll send you notifications on your phone of, hey, this happened or this happened. When you look at that, that notification, it's honestly just nothing, right? And I've been off, you know, and even myself, like, you know, I've taken a couple months off of social media and I've, I've deleted the app and went off of it. And, and honestly, like, I've been way more focused and what I'm doing in my life. I've been way more intentional with my relationships um, in my life. And let me tell you this, like you won't miss out because if something important happens on there, that person will probably text you or let you know what's going on or someone else could talk to you about it. Um, But it's, it's totally fine to detach yourself. And the, the idea and the question here is like, is this hindering your relationship with the Lord? Right. Hmm. Is this because it's going back to that beginning thing we talked about, right? You're called to be an image bearer and to restore the image. Is this social media platform that you're on hindering that in any way? Is it hindering the image that you're supposed to be bearing or is it hindering the part where you're supposed to be restoring it? You know, any images out there and actually fulfilling the call, right? It's, and we we talked about like, it's totally fine to post things that you're interested in and you love and you love doing and whatnot, but it's not fine of posting things, you know, that could be sexualized in any way. It's not fine posting things that could be hateful. It's not posting things that could be honestly just sin in general, right? And I really think it's pretty obvious to tell what is it sin, is it not? Because of that question we said, like, what would Jesus do? If he wouldn't do that, that's probably not good, <laughs> right? Pretty easy yeah. basic yeah, character. Um, but yeah, man, it's, I mean, that, that the advice I really would give um if, if you see yourself, you know, getting depressed or whatnot as, a, as you know, depression, in my opinion, it's a symptom. 
right, of something that's going on. If you're comparing yourself on social media, if you're comparing yourself to all these things or you're getting hurt or something is going wrong or you're looking at things you shouldn't be looking at on social media and you can't stop looking at those things and you're seeing that as a source of your sin, uh, I would really look at these things because it's, it's that Bible verse, right? Super simple. If your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. If this source, you know, that's supposed to be a tool, if you're if you're not using this as a tool, but you're being used by the tool, that's when you should say, well, I don't think this is working for me right now. I think I should take a small sabbatical, you know, and it's it's best done by what, you know, you could have accountability partners go out with a friend or, or whatnot, say, hey, let's do this together. Or, you know, um, you were telling me the other day of you did like a 21 day fast with your church. Super awesome. Great way to cleanse um, your mind and in general, just kind of refresh yourself. Um, and if you've never taken a fast from social media, uh, it'll probably be pretty hard in the first day or two because you're literally it's muscle memory on your phone to go on that app on the exact yeah. place yeah. on your phone. Like when you're bored, it's like I, I open it and I go there, but the app's not there. Right. It, it's something you have to take away. But yeah, dude, it triggers something in your mind. Dude, like it does. Of, yeah. It releases some dopamine. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, what I would say is like, dude. I, I really encourage everyone, if you've never done it, take a two-week fast off of social media, even one week, you know, and see if you see a difference. Like, it'll probably be tough, but just get off of it, right? And you'll see, yep. honestly, and, and, and in my opinion, I've done it in my life. I've been so productive in so many other levels, and I realize as well now, it's like how much free time I actually do have because those moments where I'm like, 30 minutes, I'm bored, I have nothing else to do or whatnot, I would go on social media, right? And I would you yeah. know, go through memes and stuff like that. And But then now that's no longer there, you have that 30 minutes of time. You, you'll be surprised how long and how many little bits of time you do have. Like, fill it with something productive. Fill it with something you wanted yeah. to get done. But yeah. I did that today, actually. I, I ended up, I was like, sat on the couch 30 minutes before small group. Um, and I was like, okay, I don't have any like YouTube or Instagram to look at. So I have this little app on my phone and I just like reviewed like some coding, um, uh, rules and just some fundamentals for 30 minutes and it like reassured. And I was like, man, I understand these concepts a lot better. Yeah. But there you go, dude. Anyways, with that, we're going to be jumping out of the podcast. Um, we're hitting close to an hour. Um, Shoot. and hopefully our, our levels are, <laughs> I know dude, conversation's good, man. Um, so I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Theologize podcast. I want to thank Paul for coming on to the podcast and having a, a healthy discussion on a subject that I think a lot of people need to kind of delve into and really analyze in their own lives. Um, and obviously we heard some good advice, like maybe taking a break, maybe that's what you need to do. Uh, to put everything back into perspective for you. So without further ado, we will see you guys on the next episode of Theology Theologize. Peace out. Later. Later.